News isn't boring, but most news reporters are. Thankfully, DJ Wimberly and friends are not. They don't just bring you the breaking news from around the world. They keep you locked in with their entertaining and informative commentary on the top stories in politics, business, entertainment, sports, and more. You are now tuned in to the DJ Wimberly podcast. Hey, hey, this is DJ Wimberly, and you listen to the DJ Wimberly podcast. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to another edition of the DJ Wimberly podcast. This is our special edition, which is called Hot Topics. Yes, Hot Topics. No, I didn't say Hot Pockets. I said Hot Topics. But you know what? That actually sounds pretty good right now. A good old Hot Pocket right now will be really good. Hmm. Yo, Jamie. Yo, Jamie. Put me a Hot Pocket in the microwave right quick so I can eat it while I'm talking to the people. Yeah. You know what? Actually, do what? You know what? You know what? Put two in there. Give me two Hot Pockets. (laughs) Yeah, but back to the topic at hand. Hot Topics is basically where we talk about some topics that were in the previous episodes that was interesting, but we didn't have enough time to really really get into the topic. So I'm doing Hot Topics, which are smaller, shorter podcasts, but they kind of touch on one subject versus multiple subjects that is in our main episodes. So this week's, uh, this episode's hot topic is about Donald Trump and African-Americans. Yep, we talked about it in the episode number one, but we kind of touched on it. We went a little bit there, but there was more to talk about. I don't even think one of these is going to even help us. We're going to have to do probably about 10 of them because the subject is just so broad and there's so much to talk about when it comes to Donald Trump and the African-American community. But we're just going to take it from there. We're going to pick a particular event that took place and discuss it, let you guys hear some of the clips from it, and go from there. So let's get right into it. In February of this year, 2020, Donald Trump held a roundtable discussion with a group of African Americans at the White House. Pretty interesting, because the group of African Americans are actually African Americans that are for Trump. Um, There are various different types of people. One thing is they are supporters of Donald Trump. And it was kind of crazy just what all took place. It was just a lot going on. It was a lot going on. It was a lot of ass kissing. It was a lot of just hoopla. And, you know, first of all, Donald Trump only invites us there during Black History Month. We don't get no invite January, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. We get one in Black History Month just to meet his quota. And now he wants to invite us and engage us more now because he's up for re-election and he needs to secure some more black votes to counter him losing some independents and some moderates. So he's trying to now pander the black community to vote for him so he want to bring us to the white house he ain't brought us there any other time hell he only got one african-american 
on his cabinet, he got one African-American top another administrator, which is the Surgeon General, but that's it. He got two Asians, no Hispanics. You know, this is one of the least diverse presidents that we have had in a very long time. It's like we went backwards. But he wants to pander to us now, so he wants to take Black History Month and invite us there. And then you got his supporters show up. Let me tell you, all black asses something. He brought us our black asses there for Black History Month, and he ain't going to invite us back until, well, he ain't going to be president the next time black history come around. So that's just the end of that discussion because I'm not going to even speak that into existence. But if you were at this round table, the first thing you would notice is he was throwing rose petals to his feet himself. But on top of that, he got them to throw more rose petals to his feet. I mean, the round table, they said a little bit about themselves, but then he went back and did a whole nother round table where he went from every person and they basically praise him. Now people know he is known for having people to praise him. They, they just talk about him. They just go around the table and, they tell him how much they love him. And when I tell you some of the stuff that they said at this round table would just be like, you'd be like, what? He wants to take claim that he has done so much for the African-American community that we supposed to be happy. He's for the blacks. Let him say it like that. He says he's for the blacks. Come on, Mr. President, cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. Then the people that were actually at the round table, it was even worse because they sat there and told him that he was the best president since Abraham Lincoln. And then there was one person that other the thing that just, just made my spirit just hurt. Told Donald Trump that he is the very first black president. When I heard this stuff and I saw it, I just couldn't believe it. But I'm going to share some of these clips with you guys so you guys can hear it for yourself. Make sure that I know that you know that I ain't making this up. So let's listen to the first clip. For the media, I'd like to go around the room and we can do just a quick introduction of each other. And uh, I'll start with me. My name is Donald John Trump. <laughs> seeing the polls. The polls have been incredible. Yes. We've had some polls with, uh, and I could say black, I could say African-American, or I could say, say both. Yes. And I'll tell you what, the polls are at a level that people have never, I don't think they've seen in terms no. of Republican. And I won't be satisfied until I get 100%, because nobody has done more for black people. Been in this together, and and uh, what we've accomplished for black people, for the country, yes, but for right. black yes, people, that's right. has mm -hmm. been uh, unprecedented, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, Terrence, please. Well, I'm comedian Terrence K. Williams, <laughs> and I am sitting next to the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. 
I second that laughter. <laughs> now that comedian, I give it to him. He's funny because he uttered that funny shit out of his mouth. Donald J. Trump is the best president since Abraham Lincoln. You kidding me, right? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Whoa. So this comedian wanted to address Donald Trump and tell him that. And I was just wondering what Kool-Aid that comedian is drinking. Donald Trump is the best president since himself. Meaning he has no one to compete against himself because if we put him in against anyone else, he is a bad president. But hey, teach his own. Also, Donald Trump said that the polls said that he's doing really good with American, I mean African American voters. I think they just have a select few black people that they are calling who are all probably Republicans who are just blinded by so much and they're using their rankings of the hundred percent of who they called, which they probably have some skewed challenge of people who they're calling and just really, are you, 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 you kidding me, right? You're absolutely kidding me. Then Donald Trump says to himself that he's making progress no, he's not making progress. And he thinks he's supposed to get four more years. Hell no. Four more years of what? Four years, these three years, three and a half years, you have already caused enough havoc. You have been one of the most divisive presidents that we had in modern time. You pass one legislation that kind of goes toward helping African-Americans when it comes to prison reform. But even that, I don't give him credit for it because I get people like Jared Kushner, Kim Kardashian, and other people like Van Jones that also reached out to the administration to try to get this particular law passed. Other than that, Donald Trump, you don't take credit for that, and you shouldn't. But do you think that's the only thing that we want is prison reform? There's a lot of other policies and things that are affecting the black community. And just because you did one, you think you get a pass, and you think you deserve another four years? Mr. President, have a seat. But as this roundtable continued to go on, there was other topics, and they kept talking about different things. They kept praising him the whole entire time. And he just was sitting there eating it up, blushing, and his tan just got tanner because, you know, it's a spray-on tan anyway, you know. But it was crazy. You know, let's, 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 let's hear another one of the, the changes that happened during this roundtable. How are you out in the press for 45 years with all these friends traveling everywhere? And I was privileged to travel with in the beginning, opening the rallies. Thank God for Pastor Daryl, all the things we've been through. 
Now he runs for president. Now all of a sudden he's a racist. How is that? Y'all yeah. know that's a lie. Y'all need to stop that. I'm so tired. I, Alvita, I know that. I, I know that. Hey, you, you know why? Because he loves God and he loves Christ, and that is through him. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't be afraid to say it. Come on. Come on. I'm tired. I'm tired. It, it, it irks me. It irks me when you call this man a rape. My skin crawls right now. And I'm tired of it. My leg hurts. I got a new knee. I don't feel good. Look. 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 I'm hurting. You attack him, you attack all of us. I got a couple questions for you right there. What is your leg or your knee hurting got to do with any damn thing? If your damn knee hurt, go to the damn doctor. Who gives a fuck about why your knee is hurting? That has nothing to do with America and the problems that African-Americans are facing. And then you have the audacity to say it irks you because he's being called a racist because of the things that he does and the things that he says. His actions show that he's racist. But then you say it irks you. You irk me for what the hell you just sat there and said. Then you say it's crawling up your skin. Maybe got a roach crawling up your skin. Who damn knows? <laughs> really? Then you sit there and say that you're going to attack us because we're attacking him because of his policies. And that if you attack him, you attack us. That's what he said. Okay, well, you can get some of this, too. You can get some of this, too. Trust me. You can get some of this, too. Talking about what you're going to do and you're going to stand up. And come on, man. Sit down. Nobody give a damn about your damn knee. Who gives a fuck about your damn knee? We talking about a round table about what's affecting the African-American community. Not about your damn knee. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, damn it, damn it. Man, it was crazy when you, and then you guys have to look at the video. It's on C-SPAN. You have to look at the video. And you just look at the, these characters that were there. You had this lady that was up there promoting, I guess, a weave line or whatever, you know. And then, you know, one of the ladies that was actually there, Trump had pardoned her. He had pardoned her. So I can see why she's there because, hey, he got her off. So that's the reason why she was there. Keep it real. Let's keep it real. You know, hey, you you pardon me, so hey, I've got to support you. I don't have no choice but to support you at that point. You gave me freedom. But no, just because you did that, hey, that doesn't make you all good with the black community. Uh, actually, any community, because you are going against all of the communities. Black community, Asian community, Hispanic community, the gay community, the transgender community. This man has spent the last three and a half years tearing down things that support all of those communities and then some. But let me tell you something, y'all. Hey, wow, it gets even crazier. 
Then you have a ex NFL football player that gets on in front of Trump and tells him that he is the first black president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tells Donald Trump that Trump, you're the first black president. You think I'm lying? Let's listen. Four years ago, what the hell do we have to lose? Right. But if we don't vote right this time, we're going to have a hell of a whole lot to lose. That's right. Right. I just want to say that. Make so sure you vote, vote right so, so you, you won't get left. You're going to have a lot. You're yes. Gonna have a lot. This can be overturned easily. Yeah. We need that four years because, yes. you know, yes. I'd say it's like a tree. Yeah. You plant yeah. it, but it takes a while to yeah. grab root. When this grabs root, yes. they're not going to be able to destroy this. That's And what is the fuckery was that? What is the fuckery is that? Let's dissect that clip. Oh, first of all, let's talk about the lady that started off. She's sitting there with this weave in her head. Shaped like a beehive. I actually could have sworn that as I was watching it, there was a couple bees that was kind of circling on it. And she's saying and quoted what he said back in 2016 about what do we have to lose? Like we ain't got nothing. Like black people ain't got nothing. So what do we have to lose? That was actually, if you really look at that, to me, I felt that was an insult because you trying to say we ain't got nothing. What do we have to lose? Like we ain't got shit. So we ain't finna lose shit if you vote me. So if you elect me and then I fuck up, then you really didn't have shit to lose in the beginning. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Then he talks about this damn tree that he needs another four years to finish this tree that he planted with the roots. Let me tell you something. I need to go down to the closest Home Depot, buy me a shovel, and a saw. So when I find that tree that he so-called planted, I'm going to cut the tree down first with the saw. Then I'm going to dig up the whole root because the root is dead. The root has been dead. Sometimes you, I don't know how four years are going to blossom because if you already have planted a tree that's dead and the root of the tree is dead, why sit there and let it blossom because it's dead on arrival. So I'm going to get my shovel and my saw and I'm going to go handle that. I'm going to cut that tree down. I'm going to shovel up those roots because that's the reason why he wants to say he needs another four years for the, the, the tree to blossom. Then we get this NFL player. He gets up there and says, Mr. Trump, you are the very first black president. Now, this player played in the NFL in the 90s and early 2000. And I guess it is true. These concussions can really mess your mind up. He had a couple too many concussions because for him to even say that out of his mouth was just crazy. You have to be kidding me. You got to be crazy. And they just think it's so cool. I didn't get it. 
And, and, and throughout this whole round table, it just, just got crazier and funnier throughout the whole round table. They sitting there praising him and praying over him. And I was like, you should have let me got up there and prayed over him. I would have put my hands on him and say, God read this man of all the demons that is in his spirit. In his name we pray. Amen. I wouldn't even made it long. I wouldn't even made it long of a prayer because that would have been the first thing. You can't even get to other things in the prayer because you got to get you have to get to the root of the problem. Them demons are in his mind. We got to get rid of that first before you can even get to the next prayer on him. So let's start there. So if I would have did it, I would have just put my hands on and said, God, release these demons from this man. Amen. And then we would have waited. Because people don't realize that Trump comes from a racist family. His father was a racist. Trump himself is a racist. If you remember the Central Park Five, Trump took out a five, I mean, a full-page ad attacking five African-American slash Hispanic men for when they was accused of raping a white jogger female. It was later proven that they were innocent, but Trump did not stop there. He still stand by what he did. Trump is one of the people that started the birther movement when it came to Barack Obama, just because he's black, challenging the man's birth. And then even just recently with all of the other stuff that's going on with health care, Trump has spent most of his entire administration trying to dismantle everything that Obama did while he was in office for eight years. I personally really think that he has someone that's sitting in the White House that is going back over Obama's eight years and finding everything that he did and they're plotting on the way to stop it all because he's just that racist. He stopped treating, well, he really never liked the Barack, but I know it really got under his skin at the correspondent dinner back in 2012 at uh, when Barack made a joke about Trump. And at that point, I think that's when Trump really decided that he wanted to run for president. He probably said, that black man talked about me. I'm finna get everybody back. And that's probably when he went home that night and he motivated him to run for president. Unfortunately, he did it, and I can't stand it every time I see it. But then, you got black people out there that was at this, just not black people out there, but at this conference or this round table talking about Trump has given all of his money or foregoing making money to be president. Let me tell you something. Trump is making money. I don't give a damn what nobody say. While Trump is in the White House, he's probably making more money. So that little that little four hundred thousand dollars that he's giving back to the government, saying he's not collecting it, and then he wants people to thank him because he's not taking it. No, he's making money. Trust me. But again, he at this round table had someone that actually said this. 
Jared, the family, we pray for you. We pray for the family. Thank you for sacrificing. Guys, he's losing money. He is the only president that, that comes to the oil and loses money. Everybody else that serves makes money. He loses money. And everyone knows that serve. All of who serve at the pleasure of the president lose money. It doesn't matter what level you Correct. It goes. Don't forget that. There is no pay to play. There is no special interest. There is nothing that he owes anyone. I will run for president and I will not take special interest money and not be beholden to anyone except God. And then the president says, I do lose a fortune. I'm sorry for those couple pauses in the, the clip, but that's kind of what's coming off on TV. I guess when they were filming it, there was those breaks. But let's go back to that. <laughs> Trump is not making money from what this African-American um, gentleman said. Oh, Trump is making money. Trust me. I keep saying it and I'm going to say it again. Trump is still running Trump organization from the White House. He actually said it today during the news conference when he went back to George Washington and said, oh, George Washington had a desk for running the president. And then George Washington had a desk for running his own business. Donald Trump is profiting off of the American people with the amount of money that is spent in his hotels for secret service to everything else. Trump is still making money. And I, again, believe that Trump is actually still calling all of the shots. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't, if you were see all the other stuff that he has done, why would he not? But then you make it like it's a thing and you say, Oh, because Trump said special interest. He's not taking money from a special interest. Hell, he is a special interest. He can't take money from himself. His whole organization is special interest. But again, it's just crazy. He he wanted to pander the black people, and he got some of them on his team. The ones that ain't got no damn sense. Because at the end of the day, if you think Donald Trump cares about minorities, you're crazy. He panders to you. He invites you there. He gives you a good old meal. Then y'all sitting there praying over him. You know, those would like, those would like the, you know, you have that, you know, they try to give him the, the black church feeling and, you know, they would just like that. Ooh, ooh, yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. He loves God. <laughs> what did God have to say about him grabbing pussy? Since y'all want to say all that, you know, God sent him. I, I, I'm more than for sure God don't approve half the shit that he ain't done. But y'all want to sit there and give him a whole roll out the red carpet and call him black president, the greatest president since Abraham, a child of God. <laughs> man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. But there's so much to talk about.
I think Donald Trump himself can be a whole couple seasons of hot topics. But we can't just talk about him the whole time. But I just wanted to kind of elaborate on some of the stuff that took place during that round table, which, God, there's so much other stuff that has happened since. There's so many things that are about to happen. And I just say this much. It's unfortunate that you have some people that support him and their eyes are cloudy because Donald Trump don't give a damn about nobody but himself. You guys have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. But that's the hot topic for this episode. There's more to come. I would like to leave it off with this. During these times of which we are enduring with this coronavirus, it is very important for us to uplift each other because we only have each other. We have already saw that Donald Trump and his administration is passing the buck off of everything. And now we have to deal with this ourselves. He's spending more time praising himself when people are dying. People are losing their jobs. He has a Republican Party that just as bad as he is. But we all just have to do one thing this November and get out and vote. We got to stop this bleeding. I just ask everyone to be encouraged, stay uplifted, and pray because it's going to be all right. This is DJ Wimberly, and thank you for listening to the DJ Wimberly podcast, and I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to the DJ Wimberly podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and come back to check out our next episode.